Hello and welcome to Your Health Moment Podcast. I'm your host, Max Sturdivant, better known as Dr. Fitness. On this podcast, I want to give you the tools to start, continue, and never give up on your journey towards health. Now, whether you struggle with your weight, eating the right food, hydration, exercise, or even time management, you're in the right place and I'm here for you. Now, let's dive right into this episode. Welcome back to Your Health Moment. If you don't have a coach, but you're thinking, you know, you might need one, or you don't really quite understand the value of being coached, today you're going to walk away from this conversation with a new appreciation for what it means to coach, to be coached, and to be coachable. Okay. So our guest is Jeff Seckendorf, and he's a nationally classed athlete and current world record holder for uh, the six-hour time trial for the 2020 and 2022 course record holder for San Diego Velodrome. Now, a lot of people don't really know what a Velodrome is, and I'm going to give our wonderful guest, Jeff, the opportunity to explain what's a Velodrome and also explain all the exciting things that he's doing in his life. So what's now, what's new, and what's next for Mr. Jeff Seckendorf. And welcome, Jeff. How are you today? Great, Max. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, I'm really excited to have you on because, you know, as I get older, I feel like I'm slowing down a bit, you know? But then I look at people like you who look like they're speeding up a bit. And I'm like, darn it, what am I doing wrong? Nothing. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. So <laughs> this is my opportunity to get some really great insights. So if you think you're slowing down or speeding up and you want to know more about it. And so my go-to is coaching. And you've created some really great coaching programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, both on the bicycle and in um, my company, UTD Scuba Diving, we actually took a coaching model that I've been using for decades as an athlete on the bike and applied it to something completely different that no one's ever done before. And and that's been been really interesting. But just to, to answer your earlier question um, about a velodrome, this is just a track, an oval track for bicycles. Like imagine the track behind your high school that you ran on, but it's mm-hmm. banked and it's maybe shorter and we ride our bike on it. Now I used to see races, you know, years ago, they were really, you know, riding in uh, velodomes was huge. Huge. I mean, it may, it was on television. Yeah. It was everywhere. Huge. I mean, and you know, it looks kind of dangerous compared to, uh, <laughs> And I kept thinking roller derby for yeah, some reason no. in my mind. <laughs> not, <laughs> not ro- it's the opposite of roller derby. We were trying not to hit each other. Uh, yeah, no. I and mean, when you think about it, you know, there's no cars. There's no traffic. Everybody's going the same direction. Everybody has a bike with one gear and no coasting. The pedals are hooked to the wheel and no brakes. Oh. So everybody's in the same boat. And Wow. Oh, it's great. I mean, I just literally just finished a five-hour ride on the road, and I got passed by a 1,000 cars. If I do a ride on the track, I get passed by nobody, maybe a wow. couple of bikes. So, uh, you know. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's really cool. Uh, uh, 
So, yeah, can you tell me a little bit more about the coaching model? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fantastic that you've, you've what you, you created the coaching model and then you moved it to scuba. So, you know, I've been a coached athlete forever, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I race a bike at a pretty high level for a master's athlete. Um, you know, I'm 68 and, um, I think the only way to be successful for me is to have a coach and I have this amazing coach. And the thing that I know about coaching on the bicycle, and this is where it crosses over is that being coached doesn't just make me faster. It makes me better because it, you know, I could get faster if I did some online structured training program, but I would never get better. I would never get the input on, um, managing my very specific situations, how I feel that day. You know, I, I, uh, recently got COVID and coming out of that, I've been guided by coaching through the recovery and getting back to full speed training, the mental aspects, nutrition, hydration, race oh, strategy, wow. all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff is what makes for me being coached on the bike so much more than just, Oh, let's go faster. So I own a company called UTD scuba diving. I've had it since 2008. It's a scuba mm-hmm. certification and training agency. For those of you who are scuba trained, you've heard of these other agencies, Patty, NAWI, INTD, TDI, SDI. There's a whole alphabet soup of training agencies of which we're one, UTD scuba okay. diving. But we're a little bit unique in that we're boutique. We're focused on kind of a higher end model. Mm-hmm. And like everybody else, we sell transactional classes. You buy an online course, you study the course material, you go to instructors, a weekend, two weekends, a week, whatever it takes to finish your class. You complete the class, you learn what you had to learn, and you get a certification card. And I got thinking about the fact that being coached on the bike makes me both faster and better. And I started thinking about these transactional, these weekend classes in scuba diving, that what we were doing was making people certified, but I wasn't sure we were making them better. So, yeah. It's as you say that I almost think that as you certify them intuitively, I would think they would get be getting better to a degree, of course, by default. But the bar in a very short class like that is make them safe and teach them how to practice, right? We can't teach you everything about the level of diving you're trying to attain in four days, five days, six days, something like that. What we can do is give you the tools to be safe Mm -hmm. and to move to this next level and then go practice properly. You know, as everybody, you've heard this a million times, right? Practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. So. That's what we work on in the classes. But what I wanted to do is give students the benefit of what I get out of the bike being coached. Mm-hmm. And that is slower, <laughs> stretched out timing, focusing on the peripheral stuff around, in my case, either cycling or scuba diving. Um, and in scuba, it's been really interesting because now We've changed the semantics a little bit. We have instructors. We call them coaches. 
And this is just a small segment of the business. It's not the whole thing, Mm -hmm. but we have instructors. We call them coaches. We have students. We call them clients. And they come into a program and they pay for it monthly. And the, the coaches, the instructors provide each client student, a calendar of workouts. If you're listening and not watching, I'm making your quotes workouts. And, um, each day it's all customized. We do it very specifically for that particular client, what they're working on. So they may get their workout, may be an academic class, a video, a podcast, some exercises, homework, work on their scuba gear, get ready for a dive. Um, do a critique with video from their prior dive. And every week we just program another week for each of these clients. It has been insanely successful. I mean, crazy successful. People are advancing so fast in a program that is focused on slowing down the process. And uh, no, it's been amazing. It's been amazing to just take something simple like, endurance athletic coaching, pick it up exactly and just lay it down on another, uh, modality. It's super cool. It, it, it really sounds like it and how you're, because like you say, everyone's going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from, I don't know how, how young can you be to get your scuba certification for us? 15. Okay, so wow, so from 15 to 75, 80, 80 whatever. 90, whatever. We don't care. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But kids, so we don't, we don't train range. kids. That's the thing. I don't think kids have enough of a brain to help somebody else get it out of trouble. So we don't, uh, we don't train kids. Interesting. Yeah. What brought you to scuba? What, have you always been? Um, I was in the film industry for about 35 years and, you know, film industry is a tough industry. Right. And I always said that my, my part-time job was making movies and my full-time job was looking for work. And so I was trying to, I spent years trying to get out of the film business after I spent years trying to get in. And then one day somebody walked up to me and one of, one of my scuba instructors and said, Hey, I'm thinking about starting a training agency. It's like, well, I'll help. I know a lot about education. I'm a flight instructor. I'm a scuba instructor. I've been doing this for years. You know, I teach in the film industry and I thought it would be a fun model to have an educational program that I could build from scratch and really focus on how to make the education amazing for adults. And so 2008, we started this thing. In 2018, I bought it out, uh, bought out my partner. And um, yeah, no, it's been incredible ever since. We just this week added a director of development. So now we have a a little deeper management um, team in the company. And, you know, we're expanding and it's been incredibly successful. But it was just, you know, it's funny with me. It could have been you know, teaching brain surgery or auto mechanics or, uh, you know, I don't know, podcasting. It didn't really matter. I just wanted an education project that I could get my teeth into and write content and develop programming and develop a teaching methodology. And 
Turned out scuba was perfect for that. So that is incredible. So you've always then, it sounds like have just naturally moved into coaching and, and, you know, being coached, but, but coaching people as well. Had you, you always knew this was going to be a large part of your life and, and when did you, when did you realize that? You know, you keep asking natural really, coach. really good questions. Um, everything I've done has always had a teaching element. It's interesting, right? I learned to fly as a kid. Which is, not everyone learns to fly. No, no, but it was, you know, I, mean, I just I went to the airport and I took lessons and I got a pilot. It's license, great. But, but, you know, yeah. over the years, as I got better at it, more interested in it, I thought that, you know, I should teach. So I just went through the process and became an instructor. In the film industry, I was heavily benefited by taking workshops in this particular workshop program. So I went back and started helping on workshops, and eventually it started a 25-year relationship with a company where I was teaching film workshops every summer for weeks and weeks and weeks, and just giving back. And then scuba, I became an instructor. And you know, in cycling, you know, I, I teach at our track and I coach athletes and, you know, it's always been a, a percentage of each of the, the few professions and avocations that I've had. It sounds like it's crazy and all over the place. I've done. No, all it things, sounds but, really awesome. But it's like, you know, I'm very focused on having done, you know, three or four or five things and done them all really well but always added a teaching or coaching element to it. I, I just think that's important, you know? Wow. See, uh, I can't wait till you write the book. Is the, <laughs> is the memoirs, have you started on the project? You know, I have a, pod- um, I have a podcast. It's just easier. Oh, you got to tell everyone. It's, it's what easier to talk is. it than it is for me to go in a cave for a year and write it. <laughs> so tell us about your podcast. Oh, the UTD scuba diving podcast is, um, 80% about scuba diving. And we, it's a really cool podcast. It's very focused on skills and training. And we have a, a thing called the most obscure questions in scuba diving. We do that. But it's also got another element. It's about 10% of the elo- of the uh, episodes that I'm, I've been recording in the car. And I'm calling them car casts. You know, <laughs> I always thought of it. My car is like my little ashram, right? It's like my little private space. So. Um, but I've been recording podcasts in the car about uh, the mindset of training, uh, the, the the struggles in learning. Uh, I did one the other day on quitting, which I think is really important. You know, why people quit things. Uh, so I've got a whole series. There's maybe eight or ten of these episodes in the hundred scuba episodes. Um so if people want to learn a little bit more about, you know, what I really think, then it's the UTD scuba diving podcast. And you can just go back and look at the episodes that are called car casts. Uh, that's kind of cool too. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's my memoir, I guess. So you've just done a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, as an outsider, I am not like, I am not scuba certified and, for years, I've always wanted to be like, I'd go on a vacation and they'd offer this two day in the pool certification. And I never took them up on it. Yeah. You're um, probably safer not to. <laughs> I always thought, you know, a, um, 
not a fan of sharks, and I think I look a little <laughs> too much like a seal to be uh, swimming around in a wetsuit. Um, but I always wanted, you know, of course, to be more mindful of, you know, the dangers of the sea in that regard. And as, does your program cover that? So people with major anxiety, like uh, me, maybe, would feel a lot more comfortable getting scuba certified and feeling safer under under the water. Is there any of those aspects included in your coaching program? Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole piece of it, right. To get people comfortable in the water. And, um, I wouldn't worry too much about the sharks. They tend to not like to eat things their size. <laughs> you know, they do tend to like to eat things smaller. Um, That's but you know, safety and scuba diving is related to comfort and, and a feeling of, I, I am under control. If you're under control, it adds comfort. If you're comfortable, it adds safety. So, you know, through the training program, whether you take a, a weekend class, a transactional class, or you take, go into the coaching program and do it that way. Either way, we're focused on making you the best possible diver that we can, right? Because that makes you the most comfortable in the water, which makes you the safest in the water. So that's what we do. I mean, we start everybody out in a bathing suit and nothing else in a pool. And we teach you first how to breathe. And then once you know how to breathe, then we start adding a regulator and a mask and fins and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I think one of the things that, that um, many of the training agencies tend to do when, when you walk into your local dive shop and say, I want to be scuba certified, they teach you to use the equipment first. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we teach you to dive first. And use the equipment second. So I think that that's really the differentiator. And I think if you're going to eventually look for a, a program, that's the thing to look for is look for someone who will teach you how to dive, which means teaching you how to breathe underwater and then put gear on top of that. But don't worry about yeah. the sharks. Sharks won't kill you. They got a million. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, you know, driving to the dive site is way more dangerous than diving. Than being in the water. Yeah, for sure. We always well, said that hey, about flying too, right? Most dangerous part of flying comfort. is getting to the airport. Yeah, that's definitely some comfort. But it's, um, but this is from someone who flies regularly uh, yourself, and you've probably been diving for a really long time. So there's just no anxiety when it comes to that. You've never been in a situation where you felt anxious about it or just naturally brave. No, I think I'm definitely not naturally brave. <laughs> I think I'm naturally really cautious and really careful and understand the value of really powerful training. Wow. Now that is, uh, yeah, that's the message. That's the whole thing, right? Because, you know, in flying, in scuba, in filmmaking, you know, riding a bike at, you know, 30 miles an hour on a track, all of that. If the training was good, then the risk goes away. Not, I shouldn't say it goes away. Then the risk is reduced. And that's yeah. the thing about scuba too. I mean, we look at risk in scuba. That's another whole podcast, right? The, the risk in scuba is where is the risk versus where, what are the consequences of something going wrong, right? Something with very low risk 
may have very high consequences if it goes sideways, right? It's like, you know, driving a car is very low risk. If you go into a telephone pole at 60 miles an hour, which is very low risk that'll ever happen, but the consequences are high, right? And that's, oh, yeah. that's how we Big look time. at scuba diving. Let's get the risk down, but let's look at where we can manage the risk inside of situations where the consequences of a problem are very high. Now, now we have a lot of listeners who um, they're not feeling that they're getting where they want to go, where it comes to their health. And um, what could you suggest to them where it comes to coaching, helping them to get where they want to go, where it comes to their health? Any suggestions? Yeah. So that's another really good question. You're asking really good questions, Max. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a firm believer that you can't do it alone. Firm believer that you can't do it alone. The periods of my life between coaches where I've been self-coached have been the worst, you know, peri- the times where I've performed the worst and progressed the worst. So I really believe that the best scenario for anybody and i think this is cross cultural cross fitness cross everything is get guidance and this guidance could be as simple as going to a weekly class you know or you know as com as i don't want to say complex but as complete as you know, engaging a coach or a personal trainer to, to guide you through fitness because health and fitness are completely different. You know, they're related, but they're completely different health. I think that that's just something that we all have to manage, right? And we manage it through diet. We manage it through, you know, good nutrition, good hydration. You know, I, I try not to eat packaged food. I try not to eat anything I can't pronounce. Um, I try to cook my, all my food. So I know what's going in, you know, and I get a lot of exercise. So, I mean, that's health. Fitness is a whole different thing, right? Fitness, you can take to whatever level you want, but in order to be healthy, I think you need some level of fitness. And I think it's very hard to acquire an increasing level of fitness on your own. Mm. So, you know, do some research. Look around who are the personal trainers in your town who have great um, reviews, who are, you know, go to the gym you like and see what they can do. Join a running club, you know, do something where you can actually get with somebody who will make you stronger, maybe make you faster. And probably the most important thing is not get you injured. Oh, you know, wow, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that is, a lot to do with it. I think keeping you safe yeah. is a large part of what coaching can do. Um, so man, I really appreciate this time. Unfortunately, we're running out of it. <laughs> so Jeff, is there anything that we should touch on that we missed about um, the scuba program or about uh, the, the cycling um, activities that are coming up? No, I think the, I think, you know, the thing for me is always, helping guide people to working with somebody who's amazing, Mm. um, you know, and finding that trainer or that coach or that guide 
to to get you to to your next level, whatever that next level might be. And you know, the interesting thing about that is you just start where you are. You know, you don't have to become world class. You just have to become one percent better than you were two months ago. And then that, that that small increases go a long, long way. So yeah. And and what I love about scuba too, it's an opportunity for someone to explore another way to be fit and another activity that they can do that might, you know, inspire them on some level to be more active. Yeah. Sometimes just being introduced to something different um, can kind of spur something in you to make you a bit more active. And then you have a goal like, oh, I want to be able to do this. So it kind of motivates you to get out of your comfort zone. I think it's about jumping out of that homeostasis position that we're kind of mm-hmm. comfortable in. And so even me, I'm telling you, uh, I will be looking at the information. And if I can do it from Florida, well, I'm going to be in. You're in diving heaven down there. So it's, it's kind of easy. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, so if you're interested in the scuba program, it's utdscubadiving.com. If you're interested okay. in me and what I'm working on, um, I have a website up called the Institute of Purpose, which I love. Oh, I love the name that. Of, I know. The and, Institute of Purpose. Yeah, and it's filled with content on people talking about basically why they wake up in the morning. It's really interesting. Finding their purpose. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for spending this time with us. Uh, I will be going to your website and checking out your podcast. Um, And if you're interested in learning what more exciting things that Jeff is doing, be sure to go to the show notes because all the information is going to be there on how you can reach out to Jeff and check out his podcast, the car talks and everything else that's exciting. Yeah, the car cast. The man that is speeding up and not slowing down, Jeff Second door. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you. Max, I really, really am grateful to have been here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Health Moment Podcast. If you enjoyed what you've heard, you can visit our website, yourhealthmoment.com for past episodes, show notes, and all the resources that we mentioned on the show. Feel free to connect with me on social media too. Send me a DM and let me know what your thoughts are about the episodes that you've been listening to. And don't be shy about requesting any other show topics that you might like to explore.